The traditions of Valentine's Day bring strong feelings both for and against. Do you appreciate a cute tradition or do you hold it in contempt as a consumerist scam? More from Isabella Kwai, reporter for the New York Times in London. Isabella, is there a movement toward a thumbs down for Valentine's Day? There is a little bit of a movement. Um, you know, it's still fringe. I wouldn't say that it's the mainstream movement. Uh, most people would agree that, you know, just, you know, if you go out into the stores, Valentine's Day is still primarily marketed at people uh, with the focus of a traditional uh, romantic relationship. At the same time, um, you know, what I, one reason I wanted to do this story is because uh, I had noticed that that rhetoric had uh, changed amongst, you know, the circles that I run in and certainly um, from some of the advertising that uh, is out there. Okay, so how has the rhetoric changed? What'd you hear? Uh, so uh, over the past few years, uh, you know, a lot of people who have studied these kind of trends have noticed that there has been uh, a more inclusive way to market to consumers around this holiday. So we're getting... Um, you know, you still get the chocolates and the candy and here's how you celebrate romantic relationships in your life. But, you know, we've seen Galentine's Day take off where you celebrate friendship. Um, the pet market has taken off where, you know, people are buying uh, things for their pets, uh, who they consider, you know, a very important relationship in their lives. Um, people are buying for their friends. So the the meaning of the holiday has expanded to uh, celebrate not just romantic love, but all kinds of love in our lives. And um, marketers are picking up on that and, um, you know, trying to resonate with people who don't feel included by this holiday. Yeah. We're speaking with Isabella Kwai, New York Times reporter based in London. Her story is called Hate Valentine's Day. There's a market for you, too. How about this uh, this anti-Valentine's Day comedy show you found? Right. So that show, uh, I found it interesting because the show was marketed specific, specifically for people who are single or looking for an alternative night out. Um, and it actually says in the description, couples who come, you know, do not come expecting a romantic evening. <laughs> you will be roasted. Uh, and, and that struck me as very, you know, uh, that struck me as uh, trying to, to differentiate itself from, from the rest of the events that are going on that are so marketed towards couples. Yeah. Your reference to the, uh, the self-care market. How is, how is that market involved? You know, even outside of Valentine's Day, the self-care market is, um, you know, has grown to, to include a multi-billion dollar industry. Uh, but interestingly enough, when you see on sites like Etsy, um, my reporting showed to me that people are Googling things like self-gifts. So searches for self-gifts have increased in the months leading up to Valentine's Day, 12% this year compared to last year. Um, and that was just one sign to me that people you know, celebrating the holiday amongst the most important relationships you have uh, is the one with yourself, right? And right. Uh, that's being reflected in, in some of the data around consumer trends. Wow. Finish up, if you would, you open the story uh, speaking with this 26-year-old Lily Kalman. What's she going through? She is going through a big breakup, which I think we can all identify with. Um, and the breakup happened to um, you know, take place quite close to Valentine's Day, which uh, was also um, a week uh, that she has a birthday. So you can understand she was very upset. Um, and she told me that she did want to mark the occasion, but instead of buying some 
chocolates or flowers, she decided to donate to a fundraiser, a fundraiser that uh, for the San Antonio Zoo that will symbolic symbolically name um, a roach or rodent after your ex and feed it to one of their animals. Um, and for her, that was a great way to celebrate Valentine's Day that made her feel better. Um, and that's a great example of, of the kind of marketing that I talk about in this story. Thanks, Isabella. Isabella Kwai, reporter for The New York Times, based in London.